0: Hey guys, Barfy here. I got some news for you. We have merchandise. That's right. We have T-shirts. We have coffee mugs. We have plenty of other things down the pipeline, but we want to get out to you as fast as possible. So go to www.barfyandthebastardbrigade.threadless.com. Once you get your shirt, take a picture, put it up on our Facebook page at Barfy and the Bald Bee, or tweet us a picture at Barfy and the BB. Be sure to stick around. We have plenty of things coming down the lane. So now stick around for the newest episode of Barfy and the Bass Brigade. Thank you for everything, guys.
1: Let's all go to the lobby, let's all go to the lobby, let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. I want you to be free, don't worry about me, and just like the It stinks. What is going on everyone, what is
0: going on for a special Barfy and the Bath Brigade. Hey. Barfee, and to my, whoop, here, you know what I mean, Mr. Monahan. Now, we have a very special guest with us today. So bear with me if they pull up their information real quickly. <laughs> to To the bottom right of me is the, he is a uh, director. Wrong, wrong chat. Come on, where are your notes at, Barfee? Uh He's made a string of films, recent short films uh, called Common Grounds. I was there yellow, uh, Flesh Eaters, A Love Story, and current project of Hideout, director Mr. Chris Roselli, what's going on brother? Hey man, thanks for having me. Uh, I'm, I thanks for having us, man. I I'm, I'm glad you guys are here. Now, the handsome gentleman underneath me was a was played the bass for this band Whiskey Spider uh, <laughs> back in 2009. He attended the American Musical and dramatic academy in New York City, and was Jerry in the Full Monty, and is currently in the Hideout, and the upcoming Zack Snyder film Army of the Dead. Mister Brian Enright, hey
2: guys, thanks for having Woo. me. I look, I'm really looking forward to it.
0: I am I'm I'm, this is I'm like excited. A bunch. Bunch. <laughs> Everyone look over to the corners and everything like Dan. Look out, yeah, look down and look up. So so hideout what give me the premise of this movie what is the base behind it
3: all right so if i was going to give you the synopsis uh basically it's about a group of criminals who botch a robbery in the beginning and they flee away to this house uh on the outskirts of the town in the woods uh so they're laying low at this house trying to hide from the cops um everything's fine and then, of course, the family who lives in the house uh, aren't who they say they are, and that's kind of the setup. And there's all kinds of twists and turns, and you know, things go crazy.
0: Okay, awesome. And uh, Brian, who do you play? Who do you play in this?
2: So I play a uh, a character named Kyle. Um, uh, a little bit about him, I guess he is. Uh, he's he's robbing a liquor store, as you can see in the trailer, um, with a uh, with a with a few uh, characters and the robbery goes wrong and just like uh just like Chris was saying we end up going uh to find ourselves at a house in the woods and then as the story goes along they they're definitely not who they say they are his family and uh kind of the character Kyle um he starts to really figure that out um but i you know he's just a guy with a with a lot of issues um he now he's involved in crime so uh i mean He's definitely got something going on with himself, but uh, he's a very uh, realistic character. Uh, Chris did a fantastic job writing him. Um, I just, I'm just extremely honored to to be able to uh, you know bring Kyle to life. So,
3: and Brian did a great job. He like you know he went all out. He killed it. You know I know what happens <laughs> in the script, and and I'm editing and, and I'm nervous just watching his performance.
2: <laughs> he's like don't you fuck up these lines brian or you're fired
0: (laughs) so 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 i guess i gotta ask uh in our in our list of questions we have is uh how did you two meet
3: how did we meet all right so uh Brian, you want, me, you want me to take this one? Take it, take it away, man. Was
0: it was it a Tinder thing? Was it a
1: grinder? Was, was it grinder? It was it all
0: a, of the above. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple accounts. Hey, you. Uh, <laughs> talking here.
3: So I was holding auditions, and and Brian auditioned for Kyle, and he had a great great video. He sent me. I thought his performance was really good with the scene that that I gave him, and what I like to do with everyone that I have on my set, I like to feel them out. I like to make sure that, you know, they have a good personality along with, with their talent. You know, a lot of people can have talent, but you know, with their personality, that's a, an important thing to have. And, you know, that's something that is really important to me on all my sets, everyone on this set, the the only reason that we were able to do what we did is because everyone had great personality, great mindset. They were positive, and Brian had all that, so I was like. But the only reason I was able to figure that out was, you know, online you can't really figure it out. I'm like, all right, listen, dude, let's go get a burger and a beer at Applebee's, and we'll we'll hang out, if, you know, and uh, and chat it up and see see what's going on because I never met him in person. So I always like to meet everyone in person before, you know, I hire them. Uh, yeah, and he was great. So,
0: I mean, you always have to meet. You know, people off the internet at a safe location like Applebee's. You know, I've definitely done many first dates at Applebee's myself.
1: So. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> or chilies or you know, yeah. have it I mean, that whatever. Yeah. Uh, well, so all right, with your movie Hideout, what did you what? what did you take inspiration from when writing this movie?
3: So what, when I, actually, this is this I, I've written. Probably six or seven feature scripts so like you know roughly 90 to 200 page scripts um about six of them many drafts for hideout uh it was probably the shortest i ever wrote a script i knew exactly what i wanted to do it was you know there was no fat in it it's just so fast-paced and i was very you know uh, focused on what the goal for that movie was um but if you've ever seen uh, you know like The Shining or Dust Till Dawn, uh Dog oh, Dance you know, Till Dawn. Yeah, like all those movies, you know, w- when you're watching them, you know, you don't know what's gonna happen next. You you know, you can always watch it. you can only watch it for the first time once.
1: Did you get Selma Hayek to do a belly dance in this? She came she came in and she's like, Chris, will you please
3: marry me? You know, in her sexy accent. And I was like, Selma, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sorry, like I I can't.
0: Yes. I'm in love with my girlfriend. She'll get really mad at me. good good call good 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 saving mark there with with the old lady good job oh
3: yeah so yeah i mean like that it was just such a fun script to write and uh i just knew that's the one i wanted to do first you know out of all my scripts i had to pick one i was like you know like which one should i do you know which one i wanted to go with the super fun one the one that we can just watch with our friends and just love it uh so hopefully, you know, by the time it's released this summer, you know, we'll be able to go back to the movies and, uh, you know, get some popcorn. We can all go together.
0: So so uh, this, isn't, this isn't one of our pre preempted questions. I was actually curious about this. Is there a release date yet? Is there uh, – are you waiting for uh, uh, distribution uh, contracts or, or things of that nature? I don't know how movies work. I only know music.
3: Okay. Uh, it's uh, – so – uh, we're in post-production with it right now. So we're just finishing up some of the visual effects, uh, working with the composer and, uh, you know, in post-sound department, uh, stuff like that. So the edit, uh, just cutting the scenes together is done. Okay. Uh, so what we'll do is, you know, uh, we're going to look for a distribution. So right now, you know, we're keeping our eyes and ears peeled for, you know, the best, the best distribution that we can get for it because we want everyone to be able to see it.
0: All right. Yeah, like I I only know the music side of it. It sounds it sounds kind of the same after you you make it, then you got to figure out a way to sell it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So, mm-hmm. it, yeah. now is there an I mean obviously since it's independent, um yes. is there a way to go about it to do it like guerrilla style or is it kind of not is that kind of impossible? I don't.
3: So, so when you when you make a movie, it's like the Wild West. You know, there's no right or wrong way to really do any which thing, you know, Um, you know, especially with distribution. So, so, you know, you may, you may talk to somebody who, you know, has, has a connection over here and we can talk to this person and see what they say. You know, we can go over here, you know, Netflix, Shutter, Amazon, the theaters, you know? Um, So I just want to make sure, you know, whoever we go with, with distribution, it's going to, i want to be able to get you guys to see it, you know, as, as best as quickly as possible um you know if it's it'd be great if it was like universal or or warner brothers but you know that's a little unrealistic but 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 you know i just uh i just want to make sure that that it's easy access for you guys so you guys can enjoy it
0: i mean i don't i don't know the right the way it's going i mean i think netflix might be the might be more of a jackpot than a, a universal or or warner brothers right now i mean you know it seems, it seems
3: to, to be different aspects of distribution you know there's there's physical copies You know, you go to walmart and get it DVD, you know, you could, I can turn it on TV right now. Netflix, you know, there's a theater. So there's so many different avenues uh, that we can watch the movie. You know, not like you know, 20 years ago, you know, there was one way. You know, you you go buy the VHS or you rent it from Blockbuster or you go to watch it in the movies. You know, and that, now there's so many different avenues. So it's it's really cool time to to make a movie.
1: All right. hey, yeah. well, hey Brian, what did your 50 uh, year old self imagine you'd be doing now? at this moment
2: um i don't know probably probably auditioning um i've always had a clear idea what i've wanted to do uh before i graduated high school i wanted to be a working actor of course when you're younger you want to be famous you want to uh you know be like the next like brad pitt or tom cruise um so 15 years old i mean i've always wanted to do something like this this was like you know like the end goal um, of of any actor who has like any inspiration to be you know a working actor they want to be in a feature film they want to be now it's you you can be in a web series TV series Netflix and everything um, I honestly I. Probably had the same dream I have now that I had when I was 15 years old, and uh, you know you get a lot of people that come out there and they say, well, why don't you get a real job, real job?" But then they'll turn around and they're like, "Oh, I can't wait for the next season of Cobra Kai." I'm like, "What if? What the fuck do you think these people do? I mean, this is a real job. Like, they, they acting. Uh, you don't go on set and like, all right, let me just say some lines and and they'll record me. I mean, I'm not, I'm not like." You know, some fucking A-list celebrity that can just walk on a set and be like, no, I'm going to say whatever the fuck I want to say. My name is Val Kilmer. No, like, you know, you, you have a job, you wake up, These uh, any professional in this industry wakes up. If you're doing a nice shoot, it's different. But if you're doing uh, any type of regular shoot, it's a Monday through Friday type job. And sometimes you work a lot of weekends and you're up at like 6 a.m. with hair and makeup, wardrobe. And you're, you're rehearsing your lines that you get for like – you know, sometimes you get the lines months in advance, um, like like Hideout was, or sometimes you, if you're doing a TV series, you'll get the lines like a week in advance, and then like 24 hours before you go on line, or you know, to to do a film they'll change lines and you have to memorize them. They'll give you like an hour to memorize these lines. I mean, like uh, just like the comment that just appeared creative jobs are real jobs. I mean, like any job where you're, where you're doing something, you're getting paid to do it and you're getting paid to do it. Well, it's a real job. So like, whenever I hear like that phrase, like get a real job, I'm just like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> a real what? job. I mean, you're getting paid to do something that you love, you know,
1: it's, uh, that's the best way to go about it. If you're not, if you don't love your job, you, <clears throat> Probably doing something wrong, so that's really <laughs> inspirational in itself. Uh, sure. what, speaking of inspiration, uh, who, what actor, you know, inspired you to become an actor?
2: Me, uh, Charles Bronson. Uh, no, there's a there's a list of actors. Oh. I you know I gotta I gotta go. With, um, Charles Bronson's a big one. I was a huge fan of the Death Wish series. It was just, uh, I was
1: gonna say that's that's uh, that's totally different from what this movie is, and you...
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I
1: remember watching the movies with my dad back in the day. Like, wow.
2: <laughs> you know you know what it was? Charles Bronson was the most badass actor out there. I mean, a lot of people say Steve McQueen. I agree to Steve McQueen was a badass actor as well. Um, you know, when it comes to, like, the history of badass actors, I mean, like, they're, those guys are in there. But I think, you know, like, Charles Bronson is top tier. Um, I mean, he started out as nobody. He he started out poor. He He worked his way up. Of course, he joined, like, the Army. And then, uh, you know, he he started doing like little stuff here and there, and then he finally got his big break. I mean, like uh, he he gave Kurt Russell when Kurt Russell was a kid was a skateboard, and the uh, the people on the on the lot said uh, you can't skateboard here anymore. And then Charles Bronson went to the studio executive and said he's allowed to skate here, and they're like, okay, he's allowed to skate here. I mean, there's something about that where he's like quiet, but like he's like this the stone like the stone cold type where he can just do something and you appreciate it. So I've always been obsessed with like the Death Wish movies. Um, so Charles Bronson was always like that number one guy for me.
1: Yeah. A lot of people probably don't even know who Charles Bronson is. That's probably <laughs> listening in. And Charles Bronson was badass back in the day. Like oh, really? that's a yeah, yeah. name that I, I, no one's really heard of in the last 20 years. God, <laughs> wait, it's 2020. So 40 years, like, damn. Like, But uh, yeah, that was pretty impressive. Charles Bronson, that definitely. Now, with this movie, Hideout, what genre would this fall under?
3: Interesting question. So, from uh, it's, a love, it's a love story, right? It's a it's a love story, yeah. right? It's it is. A love story. It's, a, it's a romance. It's no, <laughs>
2: find okay. uh, so, true love in a house.
3: Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so, based on the trailer, right? You know, you got the, it's a crime thriller. So that's what it's set up. So it's a crime thriller, uh, and then it turns to horror but there's a couple other surprises in there. So we'll do crime thriller slash horror would probably be the, uh, the genre there.
0: So, so without giving out spoilers, cause I know, I mean, <clears throat> is, is that dial that they show at the very end of the trailer? Is that, is that a moniker? Is that a, is that some, is that a key character? Is that a key thing for the, for the movie without giving anything away?
1: So Is that too much to ask. <laughs> I, think, I think we have to run the trailer now. I think right now probably be a good time to run the trailer so we get everyone yeah. up to speed. What's going on? Okay, let's all
0: right, run the trailer together. All right, here we go, guys. Do it.
1: As we've played,
0: we've we've done live streams all week, by the way, um, <laughs> and we've played this every time at the end of our live streams, or as we're talking about it. I I I'm not a big person of, of of trailers. Like I'm always like, all right, that looks cool, but usually trailers show the best scenes, like Star Wars, and The new Star Wars. So when I saw this, I was like, "Holy!" And I texted you guys. My exact words were, "Holy shit, this looks really good." It does not
1: give away too much. It still keeps the intrigue, and you're just like, "All right, when does this come out?" Because I (laughs) am totally watching it. I'm I'm excited. I like. I don't get excited for like blockbuster movies. I'm like, "Oh, okay." I watch this trailer. I'm like, "Oh, this is gonna be good."
0: Yeah, it's (laughs) it's actually genuinely not stroking you off. It generally piqued our, our our intrigue, like you know, That's just true. before but, you know. After after we talked, and obviously when you sent the trailer over, I saw them like, "Holy shit!" I fly, I, I sent it to Monaghan, I sent it to the bald I'm Like, yo, watch this, <laughs> holy <laughs> shit! So, true. truth. So so enough ball licking. Here is the trailer <laughs> for Hideout.
3: Do you believe in God? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. It's good to believe in something to have faith.
0: Do you believe in the devil?
1: Is he dying? Sarah! Can't feel my feet.
2: <laughs> One of our friends has been shot.
3: Who are all you people? going to die tonight.
0: First of all, that song, that song. I'm, I'm now now now. Brian knows me well enough. I love that old that that nice that swing. The three fourteen. Ding, God ding ding, 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 ding. What song is that? Because I want to find it. I want to download it. I want to. I want to listen to it. I want to. You know. So real quick about the music, the music for this
3: movie. When I wrote the script, I wrote the script three years ago. Um, it has a very like '50s '60s vibe to it. The music. Um, And I wanted to make sure that I stuck to that, you know, with whatever music that we got. Um, So, you know, it was important to me, like music is very important to me in my movies. Uh, You know, Scorsese does a lot with music, Tarantino. Um, You remember scenes, you remember songs that go with them. Uh, And I I always thought that was really great, you know, whenever you're watching a a movie like that. Uh, So I, I, search for six months for music constantly watching you know watching videos contacting bands um and actually uh i got uh a really great music supervisor her name is lisa and um she helped me find this band um and they do like lisa (laughs) but i'll drop you uh I'll drop you the 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 band. Um I think it's an unreleased song actually. Um, but they have you know a Spotify and a website and stuff like that. Um the song's called Darling. But um okay. yeah, it's got like that fifties uh you know kind of feel to it, which I love.
0: Yeah. You know, Brian Brian knows my love for for the 50s. Oh, uh, yeah, when back back in the days when he played for Whiskey Spider, there was a love <laughs> 50s love ballad. And so I always love that retro sound. I love I you know uh, this is as most modern technologies. I I will say I actually enjoy is you know like a board because we have to. But otherwise I would use vintage gear, vintage anything when it comes to 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 entertainment, visual, audio, visual. You know I still I'm I'm still I'm trying to purchase a reel to reel. That's how that's how vintage I like things. You know I prefer analog. I like tube. You know. Yeah. That's and cool. tube tube, and vinyl are coming back, which is great. They are. Yeah. With the a-tracks. Mm. <laughs> now, now listen, my parents still have, my parents in, in my mom, my mom and dad's bedroom still have that old heavy ass. It's gotta be a thousand pounds. I'm exaggerating, but it's gotta, it's, 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 it could, it could stop move, uh, uh, an armored truck. Uh, the the stereo system with the with the with the hi fi the eight track the the stereo the am fm band you know and I love that thing and the speakers are built into it just one big cabinet you put it usually you put it in like in the living room where you put your pictures on top of it and underneath of it and what's inside the eight track player
1: is still Barry Manilow
3: oh
1: (laughs) oh you know what they're doing they say. Hey, it's time to get fun tonight.
3: <laughs> I love the uh, I love the old
2: school. Um, when I when I grew up, we had an old school like record player that had the liquor cabinet inside of it. So we yes! yeah. So that was always uh, yeah. fun to find out.
0: So no, sorry, sorry, sorry not to well, wander off on that aspect, but that song is great. Your soundtrack is great. Yeah. Um. So 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 usually with indie films, and I, and this is clearly independent. Um. Right. Am I am I am I, am I wrong or? Yeah completely independent yep okay so with indie films they usually like now again because i did i i went to college for for uh theater um the the, the prosthesis that you have to use like that scene where they're pulling the 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 the, the slug out of the guy out out of the person um like that's that's looked real as shit for, and so, and, and and like if you if you see crappy movie, like not crappy, sorry, independent movies, where it's like you could clearly tell that's plastic, that's fake.
1: Uh, it's, that was some Tom Savini stuff right there. Yeah. It, so,
3: so what's important about about anything that you're that any kind of movie that you're making is what you're putting in front of the screen, right? No one knows what's going on behind the screen, so. So you know when you when I start to make a movie, it's called pre-production. I do a shit ton of planning. So we
0: we always joke about pre-production. What what is this pre-production you've talked of? (laughs) Oh my god!
3: So so Rich, our uh, our visual or our our special effects guy, Rich is amazing. Um, he uh, you know, he's just so passionate about you know just making the prosthetics and how it works and stuff. Me and him spent months talking about all of the. um, There's a whole bunch of gore moments in the movie, but like the bullet. Extraction, um, like how we we're going to do that, was going to look like, um you know, going back and forth on which way uh, to do it. So, so yeah, there's just a lot of planning and and you know what the shot is going to look like, and you know just what's going to be in front of the the camera, and even like on set, Brian. How about on set, like when, when we were doing that part, like it looked gnarly.
2: That that was uh that was probably one of my favorite. Like, there's a, there's a ton of FX that I'm not even going to mention on tonight. But um, early on, anything that's uh, in the trailer, I think that is my favorite FX shot um, that we that we did. And uh, one of my favorite things about that was trying to get the bullet out. And it was just so funny because it was just like you'll you'll when the movie comes out you'll you'll see it but uh
0: but no, every- no,
1: where was it? Is this like off someone's back or is this someone else? Like you're talking to the meat and potatoes of a oh, you you can't we can't give that part away. Don't uh, go. We can't uh, give yeah, that yeah. part away.
3: And they thought the guy the actor who who played that character Chris he was a trooper. I'm like Chris. All right, listen, I'm gonna shoot you in the gut. Just 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 grit your teeth. <laughs> like, all right, man, let's
0: do it. Let's shoot me.
3: And we just <laughs> this isn't
0: vital. This isn't vital. It just they're doing every movie. Just shoot me here. It's not a vital spot. It's not vital.
3: Yeah, but there's no, there's no um, CGI in that. That was all, uh, you know. it was all actual effects.
0: That, it's 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 awesome. Like I'm like a, I don't I don't want to stroke you off. I, it's not my 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 style, but it is really good. It Wait. is. I I don't get excited over unless it's a move unless it's like you know obviously Star Wars or something huge where I'm where I already I'm already excited before the trailer comes out because I know it's it's coming. Awesome. Something like this that caught me awful out of left field. I'm going.
1: H- Definitely going to be watching for me. Yeah. Right. You know, it. Right. there it is.
0: <laughs> it, it was just one of those things where it caught me off guard. I I was very like, all right, it's, it's, you know, Brian Brian's an old friend. He he's an actor. You know. We're a growing podcasts. Let's grow each other together. You know, the network yeah. side, But then when when you sent that to me, I'm going. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Barfey and the Bass Brigade proudly present Shock Collar 2.0. Saturday, January 23rd, 2 p.m. on Facebook and YouTube live. Watch Monaghan and the Bald Bastard go head-to-head in knowledge competition. Loser gets zapped. That's Saturday, January 23rd, 2 p.m. Facebook.com slash Barfy and the Bald P. Or on YouTube at Barfy and the Bastard Brigade. If you're not watching this, you're probably dead or in jail. And if you're in jail, break out.
2: You know, a lot of people, a lot of people, I talked to a lot of people, and um, especially in the indie horror world, uh, they, uh, this is me going out into acting. uh, I did a lot of theater. I come from a big theater background. I went to school in New York and and I did uh, some classes with with film. Um, But most of the stuff that I learned about film, I learned from watching movies. And the thing about watching movies is especially there was like that whole like from like 19 Eighty nine to 2006. There was computer graphics that looked so bad. Like, they just add CGI into the mix. So I've always been a huge fan of practical effects. And the RFX guy, Rich Hill, just fucking did amazing wonders. Like, just with everything. With with the gore effects to everything. He was fantastic. And that's one of the things that sells a movie. Is when you have great practical effects, that... Brings in a whole slew of people from the horror community because we're so used to like you know the fog reboot or like uh things like the thing reboot where they added a ton of CGI. Yeah, CGI. I actually I actually CGI.
1: I actually started watch, I just just out of the blue, it was on and I was like, All right, I'm gonna sit down and watch this. Uh screamers. It was <laughs> and I <I'm watching, laughs> and I'm just like I'm just like, oh my God, it's just like in stock motion. This is so piss poor. And this was like a summertime movie mm-hmm. and it was so bad. And it had, it had RoboCop in it. So you had to yeah. sit and watch. <laughs> so I was like, I am totally watched this movie. And yeah, it, it's, it's terrible when they, 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 they mess with the special effects as far as anything that's not practical. You can tell, even though you can tell. It had, it, CGI has come a long way. You know, you want to say CGI and you go about it with saying like Jurassic Park was a a big time thing that was just like everything was lifelike and till this day you watch and you're just like, oh wow, they really hit it on that you're th- what is that? 93 94 93 94 like my god, like yeah. You now they still can't even hit that, which means they shot that in like
0: 91 92. Yeah, you know. So the fact that that, that Jurassic Park, the original Jurassic Park, it still holds up with 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 the audio visual quality, with the visual quality that it does. And then now you got a guy like here, you know, just it looks like you're literally extracting a, a slug out of a dude's leg or arm or wherever the hell you shot him at. Saving Fred you know. Ryan stuff. <laughs> Seriously, like,
1: like there, that, that's what I was like. That yep. that was good. I you know what? Hats off. Yeah. Thanks. You man. Know, great job. You know what? But, uh,
3: the best thing is is a little mix of both. Um, Guillermo del Toro does this a lot, too. Um, and th- th- that always looks the best when it's a little bit uh, a practical mixed with CGI. And you can't mm-hmm. tell what is what. So you'll have, like, practical, and then you'll have a little bit of CGI touch-up in there. That's the best when when the audience can't tell, like, oh, shit, that looked real. But you can't tell <laughs> what's, real, what's not, you know.
0: Yeah, what's the real part? What's the fake part? I mean, right. you know, the fact that in these superhero movies now that you know they don't even wear the cape, yeah, no. and 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 like I'm like, that's that that breaks my heart. It breaks my heart because like when you see like behind the scenes and like you're seeing Henry Cavill saying they're all jacked up and he's wearing just a you know a body yeah. suit. I'm going, yeah, no, well, man, watching, I yeah. I was
2: watching some uh some behind the scenes with uh Cobra Kai. And um all their fight scenes, there's a lot of CGI added in there in the background with the really? with the fighting itself. Yeah, if you look on YouTube uh, behind the scenes of Cobra Kai, like they shot like it, a lot of the areas, even like the cafe that um that Johnny and Miguel go to, it's all green screen in the background. So it's I, I mean, I guess it's cheaper. Than having, like, you know, people walk outside. But I mean, it's, it, there's a lot of, there's a lot of companies that depend on green screen and like CGI. Um, I know one of the comments that popped up that about the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Yeah. I mean, my heart. <laughs> you can't, you can't heart. stand, you can't stand up against the original Teenage Mutant no, Ninja Turtles movie one and two. I, I can't say anything about three, but I haven't seen it in a long time. <laughs> I got to rewatch it. But the, <laughs> Yes.
1: Yeah, the only thing about those new Teenage, uh, teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies was that Castle was in them. If you guys knew what that Castle is, there it is. If you seen <laughs> Blue Mountain State? Thad Castle was Raphael. a nailed it. I mean, so, so they they nailed
0: the character part down, but the 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 CG was like. I'm sorry. You watch the original, and then you watch the 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 the, the, the new one. You can't you can't go past the fact that. Those were dudes in suits. It, it, You actually, it felt real. Like you, you could actually look down the, uh, uh, a manhole cover and go, oh, the turtles were there. Like, and then you're like, oh no, no, there, there's, there's a guy named Steve who's just sat back there and went,
1: yeah, but, yeah, but, but to be fair, 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 to be fair what they had to wear on those new CGI turtle suits and everything like that, and have to do the what they had to do, you know, with the the acrobatics and all that stuff like that, it still was Chuck. Chuck you were <laughs> absolutely correct, sir. <laughs> you're nuts! Oh, come on, what? that was terrible. Better Shut than up the new Chuck, one. Man. But <laughs> what, they, what those actors had to do with those full suits, they literally wore like a turtle shell on their back with a with camera and all the little so, all so that stuff on top.
3: You know they were the mass they were a, a whole getup but the, the face was all you know um mechanics and they had guys with controllers you know when you know I, I, one of my favorite things to do is look up how they did all that kind of stuff um but i actually saw a recent video um you know it's, a, it's just camcorder you know they have all these old videos from behind the scenes you know when they're setting up these uh you know they're getting in the suits uh you know in turtles one and two and you know Either their faces look so real just like behind the scenes and it's all just mechanics you know and the guys are just acting uh, the actors in the suits to do the motion but the facial expressions are amazing and it's all just you know
0: right now, now, now think about it they're putting bigger budgets into this crap and now we're getting completely sidetracked and I apologize yeah it's, <laughs> it's, sorry <laughs> but all more right, so, or less getting back to this let's, let's, the, the, the minimal the minimal Graphics that we saw of this movie from the from the trailer looks phenomenal. Looks phenomenal. Thanks. So that was a whole. That was the moral of that story right there. That we went all down, <laughs> talking down the turtle. We went down into turtle world. We went. To, we went. We went to the, through the secret of the ooze. And you know, now getting back to what we were. You getting know, more importantly, I, you guys.
1: I, yeah, I know. I know. uh I know, Brian. We've already touched on uh, a little bit of this and everything, but. When did you guys know that you wanted to be an actor? When did you want to newbie? You wanted a director and all that stuff. And when did that all come about? Like I know, you know everyone's got high dreams in, you know, middle school, high school, and everything like that. They want, oh, I'm gonna take the take the world by its tail and put it right in my pocket, and you know, but it never really happens. When did it occur to you to say, this is what I want to do with my life? I'm gonna grind it out and I'm gonna go there and I'm gonna be in my mid-thirties grinding out indie films and this is it.
0: I got. I want. I want to pause real quickly. Ooh, as I kick my desk. Uh you see this, Brian? You got a super fan down here. Unless that is, that is that mom. That's Kathy. Is that mom?
2: Yes, uh, from the Grand Theater. That is my mom. That's Kathy Wilson of the Grand Theater in uh, in Williamstown. Um, she is uh, one of my favorite people in this entire world, and she's been a full supporter of of uh, me since I've been doing acting at the Grand Theater um so yes yeah, she's uh she's really looking forward to it she actually got to see uh her she brought her daughters to go see with the full monty uh when i did that up at lambertville um
0: that's a whole other podcast by yeah, the way i want to bring podcast. you back yeah i want to bring you back just for that
2: well well yeah I, I would love to talk for an hour about how my uh, first time i got naked in front of uh in front of like you know a crowd of like women on stage well we could talk about that <laughs>
0: I mean, Simpler, I got arrested.
2: Similar, rest- uh, similar premise
1: to hideout episode. There we go. <laughs> I got arrested last time I tried to do that. So <laughs> first, first, first time I was on a casting call for a porno video. This is what happened. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I'm sorry. I saw that, and 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 the fact that you have a good support base, and I have watched as you guys have shared this podcast to to share this interview. The people that were like, "Oh, I can't wait! Can't wait! Can't wait to see it! Can't wait to see it!" Mm-hmm. So it's kind of great to see the support that you guys have for this film. Um, and I know it's rough. Like, I know you're married, Brian. Uh, Chris, I know that you're engaged. Not engaged, sorry. Sorry, sorry. Love. But you're in love. You're in love. You're in love. So I know this stuff has got to be trump- rough on the family. As a, as a musician, I know it took uh, a bad turn with, with relationships for me, just for being a musician. So this has got to be different because this is, in, in like, this is take, like I, this kind of took my weekends and a week or two. Uh, this, like, takes months. You know, months and months and months of of away from family and friends and social life and work life balance uh how do
1: they take that that That's a great question. How long does uh, a whole production process take pre and all post and all that stuff? I think
3: Brian will agree with me here. I think uh you know everyone around us knows what what they're in for you know they know how hard we work they know um, you know, they can see firsthand, you know, making a movie, uh, or any kind of production, you know, just, just the passion and the hard work, uh, and, you know, all that time that we have to put into it and planning, you know, they can see that that's something that's important to us. And I think that, you know, if somebody loves you, they'll be able to see that, um, you know, especially if, you know we're spending months and months and months you know trying to make a movie you know that's something that's important to us so you know if they if i think that at the end of the day if they love you and you know you can work hard and do and, and accomplish many things at the same time it just depends how hard you want to work
0: all right all right that's well good. That's, that's good that's good so i have to ask because i saw those I, I noticed you filmed it in jersey because you're yeah, the jersey tags popped up on 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 the honda civic as you're as yeah, you're flying through. my car that was your car
3: it was,
0: yeah. Oh, That's awesome. I mean, don't tell your insurance company that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we like, all the all the license plates like in the actual movie.
0: You replaced uh, them, I hope.
3: Yeah, yeah. So all, all the cars in the movie, you know, we can't have like the real license plates. So right, so, right. All that stuff taken out.
0: So, so, where did you shoot this at? Actually, out of curiosity, because I'm like, I saw like some of the ha- the house that the the one house that you went through. Like, what, where, where in Jersey, or was it multiple parts? Did you keep it to a town? Uh, outside of Crystal Lake, right? So,
3: yeah, it looks like it, right? So <laughs> it's not called Millville. Um, I was on Airbnb with my producer, Tierney, one day, and you know, the one house that we were shooting, and this is like right as you know, as COVID was was flaring up, and we're like, oh, shit, like we might not be able to shoot this movie. Um, so the house we were shooting at, like, Airbnb was shutting down, they weren't even like taking people anymore. Um, so, you know, we were just looking around online and you know, on, on Google maps and stuff. So we, fa- uh, I came across this place on Airbnb, um, and it was like, perfect. It was like right in the middle of the woods and I clicked it, uh, and I'm looking at the pictures and it's this, it's this old like farmhouse in the, literally in the middle of the woods. I'm like, this is perfect. We need to get this house. Um, and in person it was, just, it was even more perfect. So.
0: What, what town was it in? I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't hear what well, town. It was,
3: in, uh, it was in Millville, Millville, New Jersey. Oh,
0: Millville. Oh, okay. Oh. Oh.
1: That's like yeah. 30 minute drive from us.
3: Yeah, it was, it's right. It's like right off the, a main road, but but the driveway, like dirt driveway, right, Brian. It's like this creepy ass dirt driveway It goes back for. Like two
2: minutes, you know, Yeah, we, uh, the I think uh, Tierney, the producer, had to put a cone on top of the mailbox when you're driving yeah. on this one straight road just to know which uh, which dark alley through the woods. It was like going to the uh, to the Keaton Bat Cave, uh, trying to, trying to find its way into there.
0: I mean, I mean eh, that's pretty awesome. You, you start pulling and just playing the old Batman music.
1: That's so, cool. So, uh, made in Made in Ville, Millville, New Jersey. That's great. That's that's fantastic. That's so, great.
0: so, so before we started talking today, well, before we went live, excuse me. Um, we uh, like uh, uh, Chris asked me who my favorite actor was, and I asked who his favorite actor was, and he said, "Who did you say again?" Uh, Jack Nicholson. Perfect. Oh, yeah. So, okay. so Mon Monahan and I had uh, okay had a had a debate. And 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 Brian, I want you and, and Brian, I want you to to weigh in here. And... I'm on it. Actually it was
1: who actually was, better who... Superman or Batman? Who is better?
0: Batman. I
3: yeah. I'm yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I was never a huge fan of Superman. I, growing up, I was always about Batman. You know, like on Sega, I had the Batman video game when I was really little. I had all the action figures. You know, I saw all the Batman movies growing up. You know, in in the theater. I don't think I've ever I think I watched Superman once so I'm a hardcore Batman.
1: Right, who you got?
2: Uh, you know what I um, I I couldn't get into Superman movies. I I liked them when I when I became an adult. Um, I didn't like Return of Superman, uh, Batman vs Superman, the the Snyder movies. I think they were like my preferred out of all of them. Um, I would have honestly I think Michael Keaton's Batman made such a huge impression on me. Keaton Batman. Val Kilmer and George Clooney are are dickheads, but uh, Keaton Batman, (laughs) I'll always...
1: Michael Keaton's Batman's coming back. They're going to do... They're gonna do some sort of uh,
2: rightfully so,
3: yeah.
1: Flashpoint paradox.
0: Flashpoint paradox. We let's 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 bench all that part of it. (laughs) Let's do that for another podcast, Brian, Chris. Please come back for again. I I like like let's let's set it up next time soon. We can set that up because I know that alone. We're already we're already you know we're at forty minutes already. So we start talking about that. It's gonna be another hour.
1: Oh, it definitely, will. It definitely so, will. So
0: let's, let's bench that because, now, <laughs> because it's going to be part of the flashpoint paradox and I'm going to nerd the fuck out on all of y'all. So, <laughs> so, so now who is, since you said Jack Nicholson, now that's my favorite Joker. Who is, who do you deem as the, as the best Joker?
3: Uh, all right. So I think, I think Nicholson and Ledger are both great and they're both great in different ways. Absolutely. I think that's it. I think they're both fantastic. I think they do both great depictions of Joker. I think they're both great. I, personally, I think they're both great in different ways. I grew up with Nicholson, so I have like, you know, more more of a, I would say, more of a pass with the Nicholson Joker. But you know, I remember watching Heath Ledger's Joker. Um, I lived in Florida at the time. You know, I stood in line, you know, midnight show for The Dark Knight, and everyone—you couldn't even hear what he was saying. Everyone was roaring and screaming uh, when he came on the screen. I'll never forget it.
0: Um, so, but, yeah. so would it be fair to say in this way because I I, made, I gave this list to Monahan for for best jokers, top three. Mark Hamill, Nicholson, Heath Ledger. Mark Hamill's great. He did it in the uh, in the animated, right? Yeah, yeah he did, all, he did yeah. most he was the most animated version of of the joker. They had a couple other voices, but he has been like the stable of the joker since we were kids. hmm so that's my I'm gonna see if you agree with that. If you don't agree with that. I mean I'm I'm just curious. Cause now this is this is probably gonna be our, our, our talking point for any time we have a guest is who's the best Joker Bat, or and Batman versus Superman who 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 wins.
3: I, I would agree with those three. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Brian, who Brian, who's your favorite?
2: Well, I mean, it would have to be the three because you have Romero and Leto who are who are you know they, they just didn't compare it to the other three.
0: Um, no, no, Caesar Romero did a great job. Like he started it.
1: Oh, that was he that was so. Corny. Started yeah, that back. Then. I, I,
0: I
2: guess it, I guess
1: it worked for the it worked for the, the time. time it came out, yeah, at the time. Yeah. Right. The time.
2: Um, I, I I like I I like um a, a bold answer. Jack Nicholson's the best Joker. Uh, Ledger, I'm. What Ledger did on screen was was good. It's a shame that he passed away because, um, you know, of of everything that he was, you know, into. I know that he was having a hard time with um with narcotics and and alcohol. But I mean, like any anything like in the industry, you can drive yourself insane. Um, so I mean, there's always going to be that, like, you know, that that sting that this this uh actor did such a great job as the Joker and that he died before it came out. So that there's that infamy there, but the Jack Nicholson Joker is just no way you can top that. And I don't,
1: I don't care. They're very, very different. They're, they're very, very very different jokers.
2: Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I, I I know like Mark Hamill is like the best Joker. I wouldn't compare them though, because that's, that's live action and cartoon. It's kind of unfair. does look like a little bit of unfair justice, um, because of one's live action and one's cartoon, um. But I think, like, out of all the live action, of course, Mark Hamill would be the best Joker. Um, just like Kevin Conroy's the best Batman, you know.
1: And Brian Roth's the best Superman. I'm gonna <laughs> rope <road> punch you. <laughs> I'm gonna bring the
0: fucking train and rope punch you. <laughs> oh, oh. Brian flat out said it. Return of Superman sucked. I, 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 I like how they tried to emulate the whole Christopher Reeve side of it. I get that. But,
1: alright, we gotta leave this for another podcast. This is, this is we're gonna, yeah. we gotta, is that, we gotta well, the, the let's, best let's, The
0: let's, best Superman
2: is Quest for Peace, okay? Let's not forget about that one. Uh, <laughs> the only, the only cat in oh film Superman.
1: God. Alright, so, let's get back on topic with you two. Any future projects coming up?
2: Oh, yeah.
3: Uh, alright, so, Right now, I'm, I'm already thinking once I have uh, a solid distribution on Hideout, uh, I'm debating between two scripts right now that I want to do next um, out, of the, out of the six. So I, I, I narrowed down to two that I think would be would be best for, for me to do next. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm literally making a pros and cons list right now because I love them both. I'm thinking, right, which one should I do next? Um, so, yeah, I, I uh, I'm ready to I'm ready to go.
0: Well,
1: if you ever need a radio let me, shot, let me, shot
0: let me, I mean, we're we're available. We're available.
1: Hey, awesome. What what about what about Bry? Uh, you got any future projects coming up?
2: Um, as of right now, I'm auditioning against every 32 year old white guy with with brown hair, green eyes, that's six foot, um, <laughs> 200 pounds. So, like, I mean, like, of course, uh, you know, there's there's been talks about me collaborating with with the director, um, in the future. And uh, but as of okay. right now, we will see. And then, of, of course, um, you know, we have Army of the Dead coming out, which is a Zack Snyder production, um, which I actually auditioned for as a featured zombie for Zack Snyder. And it was one of those things where you get to, like, pretend to be a zombie with a group of people. And Zack Snyder went around tapping people on the shoulder who he wanted to be a featured zombie in, in these core scenes. And he came up to me and he tapped me on the shoulder. So I got to be one of the featured zombies in Army of the Dead, which is coming out on Netflix in the summertime.
1: That's excellent. That's awesome. Excellent. So I'm I'm, I'm totally jealous on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Would it be safe safe to say that we have a Scorsese and DiCaprio matchup going on right here?
3: (laughs) Yeah, it's funny. It's funny. We 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 joke around like that a bunch. Uh, like, (laughs) like like Scorsese and uh, you know. And uh, De Niro or you know DiCaprio recently, but it, it's funny because I, I was telling Brian, I'm like, you know, if I go with this one script, I have a ton of characters, and there's a couple that I think you'd be really good at, at you know, trying out for. Um, the other script that I want to do, there's only like three characters, it's very small. Um, so there's completely opposite kind of scripts. But I, I told Brian as soon as, as soon as I have a new draft of the of the new script, I would love for him to read it. I would love to. I can't wait.
0: I mean, I mean, I, mean <laughs> I I, I kind of see um. Uh, what's his name uh uh tim burton and 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 uh uh, dare i say johnny depp yeah why not that's a great (laughs) matchup instead i mean scorsese and dicaprio that's great but everybody loves tim burton you know i I like scorsese a little bit you know but everybody loves tim burton so i could see that you know i I see dicaprio minus the whole drama Uh, and and yeah. yeah,
1: maybe we can pull a slug out of your ass next time, Brad.
0: Yeah, <laughs> hey, why not? Let's do it right here on live show, right? <laughs> so, got I, a gun. so my question is, how weird was it? Because there's a picture of you holding a gun. Did you have to fire it? Because I know there's blanks in it. Don't I understand that, but did you have to fire it or was it just a, a, a can you can you I don't know?
2: So what you see in hideout, uh, not on camera, obviously, because I had a little bit of time to prepare. Um our uh, our um our our art department uh lead of the art department eric uh thick he um he sh- he brought in these prop guns and i have never held a gun before in my life and he showed me the like the way to hold it the proper way to unload it put it together um in the one scene when in the very beginning when i'm holding the gun up against uh the uh the actor uh, Janis La- laflemme uh who plays b in the movie um you see that there is a finger. Uh, discipline where I not resting my finger on the trigger, but I'm in fact resting it on the side of the gun. I felt that was very important um, for uh, this type of role. Um, That way we, we kind of like get into like a feel of like Kyle's character. If he's ever held a gun before, because Brian has never held a gun before. Um, I want to make it look like that. Kyle has held a gun before. So this was a very important thing. Um, But before that, Brian has never held a gun before. So that was the first time, ever that I got to hold like a prop gun or like a gun that was like designed to be a prop gun. So I give uh I give uh you know a shout out to Eric um Thick who was uh who got to show me through that.
0: Okay. Eric. So did you did you did you get to fire it? That that's the that's the question. Did you fire it or not? Yeah, I, I
2: I um I dry fired it um but uh you can see that in the very first scene I'm I'm firing back into the liquor store.
0: Uh, I, well, not, oh, I go well. I okay. Yeah, my vision sucks, and I couldn't. <laughs> I, I can't. I, you know, I'm also looking on a like, mainly I watches on my cell phone, and and even when I watch it on here, my screen's only half the size. So I just wanted to make sure. And how did that feel? How did that feel? Like, I mean, luckily there's nobody around, so there. You know, I'm sure. I'm sure you're you're firing blank into a building. And you want to tell you want to tell, tell
3: what him? about the about the gun? You tell him. All right, Joe. So. So that that scene where he falls out of the glass and Brian comes running out, right, and he's helping the guy, and he and he turns and he fires back into the the, the building. That that's all CGI. That's all sound effects and CGI. So the glass oh, is wow. He fires the gun. That's all CGI. There's no sound. So that's just sound effects. That's a muzzle flash. So so it just it shows the power of uh, you know the sound effects and a little little bit of CGI used correctly.
0: You Uh-oh. just broke my heart, sir.
3: <laughs> I'll give away that movie magic part of it.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah. So, so I, I fired a real gun into a a, a liquor store with neighbors watching all, from the side of the
0: camera. Yeah. <laughs> that was just Tuesday night, though. That was the last week. For me, it was Tuesday. <laughs> so, so before we let you guys go. I would. I need to embarrass Brian a little bit. So <laughs> back back in the day, Brian was gracious enough to to help me out in in, in my band, uh, Whiskey Spider, and he was actually nice because I was going to actually try to do this. Uh, I was trying to find the pictures without even reaching out to you because I wanted to embarrass you. <laughs> but, but because you know what, I, I he, he we smell our own, and this is why we've 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 gotten along throughout the years. He graciously just said, "Hey." Why don't you put these up? So, <laughs> look at that man!
1: I can't really even see it. Is that, uh, Dude, got is that long hair?
0: He's got long hair. Yeah.
1: Oh my goodness! That was, he, that was mean.
0: He had a he had a centurion. He had a weird like you see right here. He had this weird like Roman helmet on, <laughs> and and there's my skinny ass and leather leather pants and. It was, you know. Again, thank you for helping me out with that, and thank you for actually bringing that up because I was trying—I was going to embarrass you—and then you decided to help me do it. So yeah, I appreciate I, that.
2: It's not a problem. I miss that long hair. I mean, when you get older, you're like, ah, uh, you can't really have that kind of long hair anymore, especially for men. It's it just doesn't grow right anymore. Oh, uh, I feel you. <laughs>
1: I remember when you when you hit your thirties, when you hit your thirties, it starts to thin out, and then your hairline starts to fade back. And it goes with how many kids do you have? And, then, and then it goes, keeps going back. And you, so when you see a thirty-some-year-old in the street, you go, ah, "That guy's got three or four kids." So it's, it's like a tree. You cut the tree. And it's like how many rings how many you have? There, there we go.
0: <laughs> Chris is like, I do this for straight effect. It's, I got a full head of hair and air.
3: Every like three days, I used to have a a really thick, curly JT fro, and and it just started to go a little bit, and now I just I just straight razor it every couple
0: of days.
1: So, That's awesome. I'm I'm trying um, to get, you. You just got Sarah hard right there with the, <laughs> G- <laughs>
0: the the bald bastard finally started using the razor on on his because he he had the castanza thing. He had the full bowl.
3: Oh, hell no. Nope.
0: Uh, he, had it, he had it for years and and. It, it was just funny, and then finally one day, I've been convinced, can- for a year, I'm like, let me shave your head. Let me get a razor. Let me straight razor you. I'll do it nice and clean. I'll help fix up your beard. And <laughs> we, ah, No, no, i are not going to do that. And then one day, he came over, and he was full smooth.
1: And I'm like, <gasps> nah, I keep telling the wife, hey, when this starts to really go, it's going bald. I ain't going to oh, try no. to hang on this. Off. Yeah. Ooh, you know creepy what? As fuck, with a bald head.
3: Monaghan, worst comes the worst. You don't like it, it grows back.
1: It does grow back, and if I shave my beard, I look like a pedophile. So there's that.
0: <laughs> see, see, when I if I shave my beard, I look like uh, uh, a a modern day Eddie Munster.
3: Eddie
0: Munster. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, real quickly, guys, uh, if you can give us the details, where can they find information? Where can they follow you guys? Let it, I, I want to know. Because I want to keep tabs on you guys, and, and, and if it's not too much to ask when it gets closer to releasing, I would like to bring you guys back on. It's just just because I, I had way too much yeah. fun with this.
3: Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, Joe, I could bring a couple more people on, even if you want. Um, yeah! Okay.
0: Listen, I can bring up to 10 people on this platform. Well, so awesome. I, You could bring the whole damn cast on.
2: There you go!
3: There you that's go, great. man. Uh, they can find us. Uh, if you guys want to find us, anybody that's listening, um, you know, you can find us on Instagram. Just do at HideoutMovie and you'll, you'll find us there, um, on Facebook. Uh, you just search hideout. Uh, you know, you'll find the movie page. Um, those are two, our two social media handles, right? Brian?
2: So, pretty sure yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. When a doubt. Hideout at hideout movie.
0: When in doubt, that's a good, that's a good hashtag. You might want to use that <clears throat> before yeah. someone else feels it. When in doubt hideout and, uh, you know, usually it's land out, pull out, but, you know, <laughs> clearly two out of two out of the four guys here do not know what that means. Um, <clears throat> Same premise. Nah, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, so, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Chris Roselli, Mr. Brian Enright. Thank hey. you guys very much for your time. Thank you. Uh, thanks for yeah. thanks for, follow- for those who have watched, please. Th- thank you very much. Uh, for watching this, uh, if you if you guys would like, if you guys were watching, please check us out at anchor.fm slash BATBB. That's where you can find the audio for all of our podcasts. Uh, this actual podcast will be will be on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Your Mother's Ass, Google, all those other websites. Uh, starting Wednesday morning, um, we have a brand new merch store opened up: Morphe and the Bash Brigade. Threadless. dot com. Come check it out. You get shirts. You get our, our beautiful faces, different color, different different colors. Uh, we have cotton. We have regular cotton, like regular t shirt cotton, or we have very soft cotton. Uh, so come check us out. Uh, we're on Twitter now at Barfy and and the BB, uh, which is handled by Mister Monahan himself. And thank you very much, you guys, for hanging out with us. I greatly appreciate it. I I would love to do this again sometime.
3: Thanks for having us, guys. That Absolutely, Absolutely. Yeah. all right, guys.
0: So, you guys be safe and and have a good night, everybody. Enjoy your Friday. All right. Here. Thanks. Don't forget to check out Hideout coming out this summer. Go on YouTube and, and search Hideout Trailer 20, 2021. All right, guys. Be safe. Have a good day. All
3: right. See you guys.